the hard shoulder on News Talk with the all-new Nissan Juke, the coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan, innovation that excites. Uh, well, it's that time of year again when our thoughts uh, turn. Actually, if, if the previous stuff puts in bad humour, this isn't going to help. Uh, our thoughts turn to uh, tax and getting returns in in time for the October deadline. With many people on the pandemic payment, Sinead Ryan joins us now for this week's uh, consumer call. Hey, um, with all you need to know about getting your tax affairs yeah, in order. You're talking Sinead. about COVID scaring there. I'm not going to help you. I, 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 there's some good stuff coming up. Well, now, look, let's you, start with it. Let's get the bad stuff out of the way because I know people have been writing to me. They've been very concerned about um, how they're the subsidy, the wage subsidy and the pandemic payments are going to be treated by revenue because, mm. you know, there is a kind of a broad view that money that comes from the Department of Social Protection, welfare money, is free money, do you know? And it's not. It's just that most people who are in receipt of welfare benefits just simply don't earn enough to be in the tax net. You have to earn €16,500 a mm. year before you enter the tax net. Uh, and of course, people then on, on benefits tend not to earn that much. But but actually, if you do, then the whole lot is taxable. Mm. So, you know, people are confused about that. And certainly because the wage subsidy and the pandemic payment might only form a part of their income for 2020, uh, they might find themselves having spent all that money and now they're going to be faced with the um, tax bill. The fact is, is that um, the majority of people who got the PUP or, or the, the wage subsidy were in jobs, had wages, yeah. had earned a certain and amount and in this tax year. And half of them have gone back to work now. Yeah. So they, they only, it was a kind of a stopgap. They got it. I'm sure they were grateful for it. And now about 49% of, of 50% of them have returned to work. But it is income for this year and will be taxable accordingly. Correct. Now, there is some mooting from revenue. I haven't got like a formal guidance note on it because they're not, you know, they, they like to keep their kind of cards close to their chest until they have to play them. But there is a sense that they're not going to go and wallop everybody first in one go, you know, from the January pay packets. So there is a sense that maybe they'll they'll run it over maybe two years or even longer. In other words, um, you, you might owe extra tax this year, but they'll collect it over 24 months instead of 12, okay. which is what they normally right. do. Right. What, what about people who are PAYE employees and uh, for whatever reason, um, you know, they were laid off, furloughed, yeah. whatever. Um, they weren't getting anything from their bosses. Um, now they they might weren't part been, of any scheme, but yeah. they got the COVID payment. Now, those people will never have filed a tax return in their life. Exactly. It's always been done through their employer exactly. or the, the accounts department. Now, what in do order they do? to get the, the pandemic payment, you had to be unemployed. So you, had, you weren't working. So it wasn't that your employer was supposed to do anything. So if you were just laid off, doors shut, off you go, good luck to you. You could apply for this €350 Euros a week directly from social welfare. And you would have got that very quickly with no question asked it had to be said until they started asking questions about a month into it and that was fine it's an emergency payment and it's now been reduced uh, to 205 so people who are in receipt of that where their overall income for the year and that remember they would have got that from say uh, the uh, the middle of March mm-hmm. so where their overall income for the year for 2020 doesn't exceed 16,500 there is no requirement on them to do anything. There might, there's a small universal social charge that they may have to pay. It's about um, between half a percent and two percent. That's just the the USC payment. But it's not deducted at source. So it is your responsibility as a taxpayer to pay tax. It is not the department, the revenues um, job 
to tell you what you're due to pay. So there is a small responsibility there that people have to do. Now, when you're used to your HR department or your payroll doing all that stuff for you, you know, it, it maybe that'll come as a bit of a shock. For those that were in, that were out of work, but only because the business closed down and and it is reopening, they would have come under the wage subsidy scheme. Now, that was a, that was money, a very clever scheme, actually, when you think of it, paid directly to employers, just keep the door shut and employees on the books. Now, really, the the companies should have been managing the tax and deductions throughout that period. I know there were an awful lot of companies caught short by this mm. uh, and they ended up then having to rehire their HR people to kind of do the tax deductions. That should have been done in, in the perfectly normal at source manner. In other words, you're, you would have got a pay slip saying here is your ta- here is your pay, less your deductions. If that didn't happen and for some reason you ended up getting way more than you would normally get you're going to have to pay tax on that and sort that out. Okay, so let's just be absolutely clear. In what cases might you need to file a tax return? So uh, you need to file a tax return if you have are in receipt of money that was where tax and PRSI and your USC was not deducted at source by your employer. You also need to file a tax return, and this is the good news bit, if you are looking for a tax credit or a rebate or a refund, and there's tons and tons and tons of reliefs that people can avail of Mm. uh, that mark every year just go unclaimed. Like millions of euro goes unclaimed because people think, oh, it's too hard or I didn't know about it or it's too complicated or I don't want revenue to kind of be on their alert or whatever. But actually, revenue don't want to claim any more than they're due. And and there are lots and lots of reliefs available that that just people should should get. It's not up to your boss to do all that for you. Right. Um, now, what do you need to keep in mind if you are self-employed? Because the self-employed, in a lot of cases, mm. are paying their taxes a year behind. They are. So therefore, they it's what they earned up until... Yeah, you see, so self-employed people and now are making returns. Quite often now. what they do is, is that they use this year's money to pay last year's, whether it's right or wrong yeah, is either here, they yeah, do I'm, that. I'm less and if they've been out of work this year, I, they could be in real trouble, I, couldn't they? Well, they could, but I'm, I'd be less worried about self-employed people for one reason. They're well used to this. This is how they've always paid their tax, so it's not going to be any different. The problem is that a lot of them now in 2020 won't have earned a lot of money exactly. and they're paying a months. whopping tax bill maybe for on their 2019 income. And that is the way it's going to be. Now, most self-employed people like myself, I'm an accountant, I would be possibly having conversations about maybe um, coming to an arrangement with revenue, which isn't unusual to say, look, instead of paying all this now, can I eke it out over a longer period of time? See what deductions you can make uh, and remember you have to pay preliminary tax for 2020 as well. Now that's supposed to be 90% or 100% of your bill for last year. I wouldn't be paying that like, I mean, you do have to pay it, but if you think your earnings for 2020 are going to be far lower than they were for 2019, which is true in most of for most of us, then you only have to pay what you think your earnings Whoa, will be. Oh, Sinead, hang on a second. Um, <laughs> as somebody who has fallen foul of the oh revenue in my God, time yes. about preliminary tax. Be super careful. Be okay, really, really gosh, careful because indeed. what they can do is they can come back to you and say, they can fine you, 90% yes. of what you paid last year is this amount. You didn't pay us that, yeah. right? We want interest on the balance and it can add up to a very sizable sum. They absolutely can. So I'm not talking about in the remotest kind of swinging the lead or taking the mickey with them. I'm talking about sitting down with your accountant and saying, what is the least I can get away with under the rules that revenue allows for preliminary Revenue tax? love words like <laughs> least I can get away with. I know. <laughs> well, you know what? They've already indicated they're going to be empathetic towards PAYU mm. workers who came under this payment. Now, I know that they 
generally there's a suspicious view of people who are self-employed. It's completely unfounded in my experience. But anyway, it's there. And I don't see why they should be treated any different. Okay, now many people are going to have taken a pay cut this year. Yeah. And um, is there... Are there any reliefs for them? Uh, is year end tax returns and all the rest of it, is it mm. going to be easier or more difficult for them this year? I, I think there are some things um, that are coming down the tracks that actually just might help a little. Now, listen, with, with ever with tax, it's incremental tiny changes. So you're not going to mm. kind of have your bill or anything like that. I would say the best thing you can do is claim all the reliefs you're due. The first and foremost of those, the biggest one and the most common one is medical uh, tax expenses. Now, listen, people think, oh, my VHI pays this or I don't have it or I can't get my receipts. Forget all that. OK, you're entitled to get back 20 percent of everything you spend as a family on medicine, doctors, consultants, GPs, tests, procedures, treatments and in some cases food. You know, if you're a diabetic or a celiac or you need special food, you can claim all that back. Now, you'd be absolutely nuts not to do that. There's no excess anymore. Um, and and all you have to do, you don't even have to send in all the receipts. You just have to keep them in case they come looking for them. Um, that, that's a no brainer. You absolutely have to do that. What's also included in that is the drug payment scheme. You know that you mm-hmm. pay a maximum 124 a month. You can claim that back 20%. You know, okay. crazy not to do that. What about the fact that, that a lot of people's work circumstances and conditions have changed? They're, they're not working at home. Right. For example, yeah. um, they uh, would have had to possibly get a better laptop. Uh, they would have had to maybe take measures uh, and uh, expenditure to uh, increase their Wi-Fi signal, improve all of that. Um, printers, um, printing ink, which can be, if you've ever mm. been, I, when was the last time you bought uh, cartridges for your printer at home? I me last week. <laughs> exactly. What do they cost? Yeah. Oh, they cost a lot of money. Exactly. And you're going through one of those a week. We are, at that. I know. So I know. there's that, there's paper and all the yeah. ancillary expenses that go with actually running an office from your home. Yeah. Now there's a couple of things here for people who are working from home who wouldn't be used to it. So self-employed people already will know what you can claim and not claim in terms of, you know, work-related mm. expenses. That's fine. That's a given. Uh, there's different types of expenses. So some of them are capital expenditure. So if you bought a laptop or refitted your office or something like that, Revenue don't allow you all that in the same year. They usually allow you to depreciate it over a number of years. So Mm -hmm. don't be banging in a a tax claim for that. There is um, a a little known uh, kind of work from home allowance that revenue allows you to claim tax free. It amounts to, in the way they do these things, €3.20 per day, per work day. So it's not 365 of them. Now, your employer has to pay you that. So you can't just deduct that off your tax bill. Your employer has to agree. I'll give you an extra €3.20 a day because you're working from home and you can use it for things like light, eat, paper, whatever. Um, and revenue will allow you to earn that tax free. So that that's a good benefit that is available for people who have it. For everybody else, uh, typically you're allowed 10% of your expenses if you're working from home. So that's 10% off your light bill, your heating bill, your broadband bill, that kind of thing. That's called an e-working expense. Can I just, though, give you the other side of that Do you need to get coin? a certificate for that? It, you have you, to sort you of... You don't have to. It's self-certified, but you must keep your bills for up to six years in case right, they come okay. looking at them. Now, what I would say to people, there's another side to that coin. If you have a home office or you convert your garage into a new working from home space, you may have a problem down the line with tax because if you sell that house there's a portion of your home that now is not a private residence, it's a workspace and you may run into a capital gains problem. It's a kind of a bigger issue and it won't apply to everybody. But just be careful what you wish for, I suppose, is what I'm saying. Okay, 
Okay, in summation, very quickly, what do people, if, you know... If it's uh, so things that people uh, should claim for. Coming down the line, 1st of October, the stay and spend, 20% tax relief, uh, spending up to 625 quid on hotels and accommodation. Let's hope they're all still open. Um, bear in mind, that is going to be on an app. It will be rolled out. It is not there yet. It's ripe for scammers. OK, so please don't respond to any text saying click here to get your staycation voucher. You won't, it won't be done that way. Cycle to work scheme. Um, loads and loads of people cycling around, maybe not so much today with the rain. But that scheme has been increased from €1,000 to €1,250 and €1,500 for e-bikes. Your employer buys the bike and all the gear and deducts it out of your salary every single month. If you're a 40% okay. taxpayer, you'll do way better on that than than anything else. And remember, for those going back to school, back to third level, kids going into college, um, the Susie Grant is still open, even though they say they're not. They are. Uh, and you can also claim tax relief on any tuition fees at, at 20% uh, up to 7,000, there's a disregard for the first 3,000. OK, well, um, that's an awful lot of information. It is, sorry. My little small baldy head. If you buy the Herald today, it's all, it's all in that. And I will be covering it again before October. Uh, OK, Sinead Ryan, presenter of The Home Show and uh, consumer champion. Thank you so much for fighting the good fight on our behalf.